Triple M Footy lives on Listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. Where on earth is this season going? Hello, everyone. Dan Ganane here for Maroon. Actually, no. We share these Thursday night games. He's doing this bunch portion of the season, but I'm just doing this week. He'll be back next week for the next few beyond that. But we do it for Ream Hot Water and for Maccas. Uh, last year, the Gold Coast and the West Tigers played the worst game in the history of rugby league. But that's not going to be the case tonight because the Gold Coast are damn entertaining and the Tigers are playing well. So it's the Gold Coast Titans, West Tigers, Seabus Super Stadium, the venue, kickoff uh, in the next hour or so. Uh, the Phil Sami plays his 100th game, but what looks to be a pretty evenly matched game. If the Gold Coast are true to form, they'll lead 12-0. And then it'll be 12 all before you know it. And then we got a contest. So that's the thing about the Titans, always entertaining. Wendell Saylor, it's been ages since I've worked with you. Hello. Yeah, mate, it's been a while. How you been, mate? Well, you can sound a bit more excited, mate. I mean, oh, I've mate. brought some energy here today. You know. Oh, mate, there's energy. Don't worry about that, mate. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight, uh, this game. Probably on the on the calendar, probably not the highest profile teams, but <laughs> no. it'll be exciting. Around this time of year, you know, we there's always uh, something happening, especially when you get the, the Titans. I said this the other day. Mm. James Graham, hello to you. Yeah. I said hello, this Dan. the other day, 2023 Rugby League, even the bad games, it's like bad pizza. There's no such thing. Yeah. It's like morning after pizza. This would be a morning after pizza. Well, look at that game you know, last and that's, week. Yeah. You'd still wolf it down in the morning. Well, look at Canberra and Tigers last week, and I've never seen a game like that. Have you seen a game like that? <laughs> it was drudgery for 70 minutes, yeah. and then it exploded. It went bang, 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 bang. That's it. Yeah. Uh, how are you, gents? How are you, Jimmy? Yeah. I'm, I'm very well. Dan, I'm very optimistic about tonight's game. No, it's going to be a good uh, game. I'm expecting points for a points fest, but like you say, I called that game last year, yeah. and I had forgotten about it. Oh, I missed that game. Can I yeah, tell you how bad you, it mate, was? Uh, it was 2-0 uh, uh, with four minutes to go. <sighs> and and it was so bad. Um, uh, Warren Smith at Fox pulled out sick before the game. He apologised. I had to fill in for him. He apologised. He called me up to apologise for subjecting me to that rubbish. Uh, and I think anyone who worked on that game on radio it was exciting, or TV. Though, the, the last moment, though, what about that? Hitting the post down. That's right. Missed the Gold ball. One. Try. Um, you wait all the, you wait eighty minutes, but oh, this game's going to be much better. Uh, lots to get through tonight as we do it for Ream Hot Water and for Maccas and Jim Beam bringing us uh, prime time. Jim Beam is certainly worth raising a drink to, but please drink uh, responsibly. Let's get a little serious, gents. Uh, the story, unfortunately, uh, is to do with an off season, uh, an off season, an off field scandal, and that's uh, Dylan Brown. He was, as we all know now. Uh, charged over the weekend for uh, something I'd never heard of as a uh, in terms of wordage, sexual touching. I'd never heard of that as an expression in terms of a charge. You've, we've heard all the other ones, indecent assault, and obviously the the, the, the more um, uh, dangerous ones, the 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 nastier ones, sexual assault, so forth. But sexual touching, um, but stood down by the eels. This is fascinating, Jimmy. Because it didn't fit automatically under um, the no-fault policy because it doesn't carry an 11-year offence. So this is one that Andrew Abdo has made a decision on. Um, if you don't want to comment on that, let me ask you this. How much is it going to hurt the yields? And, and yes, we understand there are bigger things in life than football. I don't, I don't want football – I don't want us to be accused here of, of – of, over, uh, overlooking what happened on, on over the weekend, but we are a, a football show. 
So let's talk about the football aspect of it. How damaging is it when a player, and you've had your experience with this, when a teammate goes through this um, and, 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 and it does affect the team? Yeah, undoubtedly it does. And um, let me just say this. We have a court of law here, mm. which we fought uh, very hard for. Many people have died for the current law structure that we have and the rules and regulations. And um, <clears throat> we live in this society. And uh, I think sometimes we perhaps take it for granted. That said, <clears throat> in uh, in terms of the position um, the teammates are in, I can speak from, from my experience and... We were very much taken by surprise. This is the villain uh, yes. the, the, where uh, he was stood down. Be, because it was acted retrospectively. Mm. So the, 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 the rules or the current rules as they are now weren't in place then. So it was a, so it was a big shock. And then I f- fast forward um, to a game. We were playing the Knights in Mudgee from memory. We were playing someone in Mudgee. And um, there was a, a, another trial of sorts going on about whether or not this um, no-fault stand-down policy was, uh, I don't know if it was legal or, 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 or was or, or whether or not um, that was going to be applied to Jack's case. We went to Mudgee full of hope. That That's right, because DeBellin <clears throat> fought yeah, the no-fault stand-down yeah, policy, he thought, he thought no that fault. was illegal, yeah. but the court ruled it was legal because yeah. he's being paid. As long yeah. as as long as the player is being paid, then the NRL yeah. has the anyway. So I, I, so that's that's yeah. The, I I can remember you know constantly you know refreshing refreshing trying to find out like you know had a call been made and then you know the the call was made that this no fault stand down would stay in place that really deflated the group because again we were of the we we thought he was going to be able to play now so. I think in terms of my experience from that and how that um, translates to the eel situation, uh, were they in hope of him playing? So but by the very fact that he was named, I think that they assumed that he wouldn't be stood down. So they've got to manage that situation. It's that, yes, he's going to play, everything's fine. Oh, no, no, he's not. Mm. So automatically as a teammate, you want to make sure that his welfare... Is looked after, but then you know you you put that to to one side, and you, and you hope that the letter of the law is applied to every member of society. If he's broken the law, he's broken the law. <laughs> exactly. And, and, but that's what the court yeah. is for. And then when the football side of things come, it's it it is about trying to to, to refocus, because a lot of people will be naturally close and, and very good friends with with, with Dylan Brown. So how does how does that affect them? It, it's a very di- difficult. Um, situation to, to navigate as a as one of the leaders in the group as coaching staff it incredibly incredibly difficult and there is no right or wrong way to do it I guess you're often judged by the outcome of the game and you know if they lose it's like is it an excuse is it a re- is it a valid reason did we get some things right in the week did we get some things wrong did we say the wrong thing did we yeah. drill home well, the wrong message on Monday were we too like no 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 Dylan's playing Brown's going to play Brown's going to play don't be don't don't sweat it and then you know, all of a sudden... I found not. it strange it got to Wednesday. I, got, yeah, I found yeah, it strange yeah. it got to... It didn't need to get to Wednesday. Exa- yeah, exactly. Uh, also, um, can we call this what it is? This is PR. Andrew Abdo has made a decision based on PR uh, because we do have a court of law and he would have been within his rights to say, well, if he's found guilty, we'll throw the book at him. We might throw him out of the game. We're, but that's that's a while away. 
the reason why DeBellin and others under the no-fault stand-down policy is because it's not a good look for the game to have someone facing those charges that has as yet been found not guilty or guilty being playing. So if this is all about PR, that's fine. That's the NRL's right. Don't make the players talk, okay? I found it reprehensible that Sean Lane and some teammates, Clint Gutherson, have to talk to pump up a game on Monday. Uh, if, you, if you're going to do this for PR, it is not a good look to have players who are not best equipped to de- answer these questions in the right manner. You're putting – I mean, we bag we bag clubs when a coach gets sacked and we make the, cl- we make the players do media. I think the West Tigers copped it because they, they did a st- few stupid things over the last few weeks – not a few weeks, but in, in, in previous weeks this season. And the players were the ones that had the, the Anzac, the, the jersey debacle. All right, well, that turned out to be a storm in a teacup, really. It wasn't that major a deal. But no one from the – and we smashed the Tigers. We smashed the Tigers, right? Now the NRL comes out, and that is absolutely fine to make the decision they have made. But don't make the players now. Now the players, because someone was making cat sounds, which is, okay, highly immature. I wasn't there. I don't know what's happened. Mm. Okay. But you put the players who are there to talk about football, they're young men, don't have them. Talk, don't have Sean Lane come out and said, "Well, it was just a birthday party, and he was just going out for a drink." I mean, it, that, he's not doing anything wrong, but you're not doing him any favors. It's so, an incredibly difficult um, period to, to navigate at the best of times. Like you're asking me questions, Dan, and and I feel like I've got to be so careful yes. with my words. And I'm, I've got no affiliation with the, with the Paramount Reels and you know what so, I went through what happened. And I'm 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 sitting here to you, and I'm thinking. Will I say the wrong thing? Will that be grabbed? Will that be taken out of context? Will that be used against me? Will it affect yeah. the court case? You know, m- m- moving so forward. So just next time, because this so, will happen again. Yeah, okay, will, I'm yeah. sad to say it, it will happen again. There will be another player soon. Stood down. Hopefully not too soon, but it's going to happen. Yeah. So just for so, the NRL, just wipe the club from having to do media that week. Or, That's all. Or just insist no questions regarding the case. Yeah. Like, don't ask. And if you do ask, no then you'll be politely asked to That's leave. That's fair too. That's fair too. But players will naturally want to defend their mate, right? So so maybe they will be tempted into asking. You can't trust the media, so just take them out of it for a few days. It doesn't yeah. – look, there's, they've got a big game on Monday. They're trying to pump it up. I get that. Actually, it's Canterbury's home game, but it doesn't matter. We could live without a press conference from Parramatta for a few days. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Now, Parramatta's not in a great position, Dill. They're six and seven. Right, they've put themselves in this position because they've lost a lot of close games against tough opposition. Dylan Brown's been their best player. Yeah, are they done? I don't think they're done. I think they've got enough good players there. They've obviously been to the grand final last year. That squad's still good enough to get into the top eight. They, they might get in the top eight. They might be gone the first week or two. Um, depends on what happens with Dylan Brown as well. But it's up to Mitch Moses to pick up the slack. Uh, obviously now Jacob Arthur's moved on too, so that doesn't help him. Mm. But no, I still think they've got a good enough squad to, to get those wins. We saw what they did against South, but obviously Dylan Brown was a big part of that. Yeah, obviously he's been highly influential. And like you say, Dan, on the field, the, the best player... For, for Para th- th- this season, uh, the inclusion of Regan Campbell Gillard, oh, it's, it's big, is, isn't it? Is, is yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's back, and the big dog. and that gets that. Um, you know where they've sort of, in my opinion, been, been struggling in Parramatta. This is the hill that they they go to die on. It's well, we we put a lot of money into our middle forwards to play sixty to seventy minutes. So when one of those is missing, you really pay the price. So when Campbell Gillard's out, and you know he's. You, you, you've bought him and you're paying him money to play 60 or 70 minutes, then those are the players, those are the squad players can't pick up the same, they can't, 
yeah, re- replicate yeah, right, the same yeah. the same amount of effort and and, and, and destruction that Regan Campbell Gillard gives. But now when you start when you start Baller and Campbell Gillard, yeah. and you throw Hopgood in there as well, like that's a strong looking middle with Matteson and uh, and a few others. But the, the absence of uh, Campbell Gillard's telling, and he makes a difference to any team he plays in. Uh, interesting chat last night. I was watching three sixty, and Braith uh, was talking about putting Gutherson to number six. Wendell, does that is that something they should look at? And having, well, it might be Simonson, it might be Dunster, it might be um, uh, Sean Russell. Um, would you put? Would you bring Gutherson up in this scenario? Or, or I don't think as he could. Well, maybe he could play fullback. I don't know, but. Um, what would you do in terms of that that situation? I, I just like Gutherson at the back. I just think he, he he gives him so much energy, and he's there gauge. You know, defensively he's great. He just works off the ball. Uh, you know, he's got a great motor, and I just think you know he's so important back there. Put him to five eight in the front line, he could do a job. But it's just that adjustment too in that front line. Yeah, he's so he's so important yeah. at, at the yeah. back at the back for for Parramatta. The 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 energy that he brings, the try saves, yeah, that he pulls off, like. You, uh, you, you're not getting is. that from anybody else, and yeah, you solve one problem. Is it worth, you is it worth weakening a strength That's to right, strengthen yeah. a weakness? Yeah. More philosophies here on Thursday night footy. <laughs> Let's, is Tommy Hackett ready to go, Charlie? All right. And by the way, on the NRL, I know he um, hadn't been stood down, Dylan Brown, but you knew you were going to do something. So that that's lead the players out of it for that week. Triple M rocking the footy on a Thursday night. It's Gold Coast versus West Tigers. Seba Super Stadium, the venue. <laughs> Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not? McDonald's and Raymond Water. Triple M rocks footy. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Titans and Tigers, our game tonight. Uh, half an hour is the kickoff. I'm looking at some uh, players' lists here. I can only see one change, and it's the Tigers. Sean Bloor uh, is into the 17. In fact, he's into the starting side. And Alex Seifarth drops out for Noah Ball there. Goes to the bench. He's been very good for Newell Ball there, so there you go. Sean Bloor to start. Bit of fire up front early. He's a bit of a firecracker, Bloor. You've got Wendell. You've got uh, James Graham. You've got Dan Ganane. We do it for Jim Beam. And we've got Dobbo. Dobbo on the sideline at Seabus. Hello, Dobbo. Yeah, good evening, guys. How are you? A beautiful night here on the Gold Coast. And you're right, a late change for the Tigers. They're just starting to warm up in front of me. And obviously... Uh, everybody's this will be a good game because two sides desperate for some competition points, but everybody's waiting till next Monday night and then Tuesday morning when Origin Two gets yes. named and underway. That's well, the, the the big the big main the main menu. Well, let's talk about that. And and firstly, before we get these boys to uh, chime in, where are Queensland going to go with uh, no Gilbert and no Jai Arrow? That's obviously two spots that are going to have to be filled. I mean, we're yeah. assuming Horsburgh's going to get one. Well, I don't necessarily know that. I think Christian Welsh was a 19th man, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I think that he automatically would come into there, you know. And so then you've got to look at, okay, Horsburgh maybe, but Jeremiah Nanai put his hand up last week oh, as well right. um, for the North Queensland Cowboys. You've also got Capewell, who will be playing against Newcastle on Saturday night who can get the job done. I mean, Horsburgh's in the conversation. I think he gets named in the squad. Interesting to know that, you know, normally, as of yesterday, Billy was going to name the squad early Monday morning, 9am, and hold a press conference because of the long weekend in New South Wales that isn't up here. Mm. He's taking the liberty to have a look. Uh, We got a a media release today to say at some stage on Monday, he has till Tuesday to name the side. At some stage on Monday, they'll be making the decision. So that would look that, that there is players that are obviously 
they're, they're having some questions about. And, and, and Horsburgh's one of them. But Nanai, I think he's done it before. He was in very good form against Melbourne. And, and I, I, my understanding is they're looking at him as well. Dobbo, um, is Kafusi not available still? Or, or, or is oh, he in One cont- more, one uh, more uh, week, isn't it? Well, yeah, he's, well, he's still he, got another got, week it, to serve. He's got another week to serve. And then they get the bye. And then he'll be uh, right for game three. Um uh, you would think that, being the calibre of player, he hasn't played a lot of football, though, no. Jimmy. Like to, yeah. you know, in the last eight weeks, due to suspension and injury, so you would be thinking that you know, even if he was back, does Billy risk him for such a high importance game? Yes, he can offer something else, but you know, Christian Walsh has been playing very good football. Um, Horsburgh, we know, has been unbelievable for the Raiders, and. And they've all got to get through. And, Dan, as you said, we've all got to get through this mm. week without injury. Which someone is, will get hurt. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> sure. Somebody on either side, someone's going yeah, to get hurt. That's to be my yeah. luck, yeah. I hope yeah. not, but. Um, I, tell you, I tell you, if he had a monster game today, Wendell, or Jimmy, you could talk about this, Mo Fodawaka <sighs> has been no, sensational this year. Yeah. And, and, and he has played Origin, Dobbo. Yes. My memory is yeah, he, did. he, he actually held period. himself uh, in pretty, pretty good regard at that Very level. Very good. Yeah, very good. And to be fair, because the Titans, and we know their record, but because of how the Titans are going, we probably don't talk about him much, but he has been outstanding. And and we've got to be honest with you, Fafita's not playing tonight because of um, lingering concussion. And we don't know what that looks like either um, from a medical perspective. I mean, I don't say there's a question mark with him at the moment, but he's not playing tonight. Yeah. So that, that that's two weeks now, like, you know, you, you yeah. have off. So do they, like, they'll obviously check that as well. I wonder, you, you know, with Mo Fodawaka, probably what goes against him is the fact that he's he's playing in a team that's that's losing most weeks. So if you look at the, the Titans' middle, it is very yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And whether or not... But you know, you know when they not, fall apart? Yeah. Because we see it when he and yeah. Tino go off. Yeah. Well, exactly. So, but you'd need to look in a bit more detail about his defensive movements. Yeah. We'll compare that to Christian Welsh, who you know, generally in a in a winning team, been in a winning team for a long time. You just wonder how much that plays on a coach's mind yes, when making a, a, a pick at, at this level of selection. A person that that knows how to win, that that isn't bogged down in these constant, constant comebacks. Yeah. What do you think? Is it mental or physical? It's got to be mental. It's got to be mental, Dan. It, it has to be. And, you know, it's it's more than likely a subconscious thing. You know, I, you've got to assume that uh, Justin Holbrook's, yeah. Justin Holbrook is addressing this week after week and tried a multitude of um, ways to, to try and combat this. Do you mention it? Do you not mention it? Do you have a call? You know, do you put it on your senior leaders? But we speak to Tino each and every week after credit to him because he fronts up like a he man. Does, he does, I like and he it. comes out and he and he says just how frustrated he is. But, you know, it, it, like he looks like he's lost Francis. Dobbo, tell us this. Um, it, it, obviously, Justin Holbrook, look, we know he's a talented coach, but, mate, if yeah. you can't get your team playing for 80 minutes, obviously he's got to be under the pump a little bit now um, in and around the Titans setup. Yeah, well, I, I mean, the question mark is they've been very loyal to him, yes. uh, Dell, and, and and I don't know if it is Justin Holbrook. I, okay. I mean, has he got the right people around him? I think they've given him every opportunity. I think bringing Kieran Foran this year, you know, yep. to try and, and... And did they improve with Kieran Foran playing? Yes, we've seen David Fafita in a lot more, um, you know, better form. I, I, I think if... if things continue to go this way and they don't see improvement, I, mm. I think yeah, I think, yeah, there'll have to be a change. Well, I mean, the problem is Dobbo, the these problems were there last year. Right, they, they'd go yeah. out, run out to big leads and then they do 
just dumb things on the field. Now, they've got a lot of young players on there, particularly last year, the halves. They had Sexton and Boyd. They had kids. Just yep. didn't know how to handle certain situations. And this is why they brought, bought for him. And he's, you're right, he's been terrific. But we were at a game. What was the one yeah. they lost? That was the Dolphins. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah. The Dolphins. Foreign was just as responsible as any of them for, for well, allowing he, the Dolphins he, back into the game. He kicked on the second, kicked on yeah. the second tackle out in the drop, yeah. He would have been, and I'm not saying he should be sacked, Holbrook, because yeah. I'm not going to start calling for people's heads. Yeah. If he was the coach of the Broncos, Dell, he was gone at the end of last year. Yeah. Right. They, but there's, they've they've given him a lot of rope. So I don't know, if it's a fit. Well, the, I the mean, thing if about they're going to blame ben, fitness, if they're going to blame, I don't know, they bring in a, I don't know, a head coach of some, I don't know, they, well, they've well, got well, to do well, something. Where do you, well, where do you, this is the thing that I was saying today, and somebody, you know, they've been very loyal and they've got a plan and they're strategic about it and the Frizzells have been very loyal and yes, they're they good have. people, the owners, and Daryl Kelly, they, they, they don't want to be doing this kind of stuff and no. sacking stuff, but you've got to have a plan B. And you've got to have it. We've seen with the Dragons, if you don't have a plan That's B, right. um, you know, what can happen? They haven't got another plan at the moment. Justin Holbrook's their coach. Now, unless there's something going on and they're going into the market, I mean, who puts their hand? I, I understand that there are young coaches, that, but the best coaches at the moment are being sought after. And, and yeah. you know, the Christian Wolf's tied up at the Dolphins. Um, you know, the Ben Hornby, is he going to leave South Sydney to become a head coach at the at the Gold Coast Titans? Maybe, you know, but you got to look at it. You know, we know what Jason Rolls, he had the opportunity and he walked away because he actually has gone down to Melbourne. So they're the kind of things. I don't know if the Titans have got a plan B at the moment. That's the, the reason why Justin Holbrook is here. Well, they're five and seven. So right now their season, they're not done. That's the thing, but they just can't keep doing this. All right. Uh, thank you, Dobbo. No drama. So keep Dobbo uh, on through the night, obviously. He's doing the sideline for us. We're going to take a quick break, boys. We're going to talk about some other things. Geez, Tigers fans, it must be pleasurable. We've gone half an hour into a Tigers game. We haven't talked about any Tigers dramas because there are none. What are you laughing no, at? No, I'm just laughing that you said thanks to Dobbo and he goes, no dramas. Like, he's, he's at work. <laughs> I'll be picking on you, Dobbo. Mate, it's not Sunday, Jimmy. It's not Sunday, mate. <laughs> no dramas. Like, it's your job, Dobbo. I call, I call BS on you, mate. Yeah. I call BS on you. Triple M, rocking. Does Maroon let him get away with this sort of shit every week? Yeah, he does. He does, uh, mate. Yeah, he does what he wants, mate. mate. We're going to come in and clean house. Triple M, rocking the footy on a Thursday. Jim Beam bringing us prime time. We'll talk. I was going to say, Tigers fans, what a wonderful time it has been. They're going so well. We haven't talked about any controversy. And I think we can have a very mature discussion about Luke Brooks and that $1 million offer uh, on the other side of this. Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not? McDonald's and Raymond Water. Triple M rocks footy. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Hey, we've got some exciting news. Steve Smith just brought up his ton. So the World Test Championship, I've got to be honest, Del. Yeah. I was pretty captivated by it last night. Yeah, that's what I was It was a Wednesday night. I forgot it was on for the first half hour. Yeah. And then... Once I started watching, it was a full house at the Oval. Perfect it was a green pitch. Yes. Australia 3 for 336. Uh, so they're flying. Tra- Travis Head, my God. They sound like watermelons Can to me. Can we not have any discussion about Head's place in the team for yeah. a while? Thank you. Remember we dropped him in that first <laughs> – uh, yeah, dropped him over in last India. Last year. Yeah. It was last year. Uh, oh, so 3 for 336. And that pitch is doing a bit. So um, that shaping is a very, very good score. You like your cricket, Jimmy? Uh, it's all right. 
I can, I can watch it. You like the Astros? You like the Astros? Uh, when England are doing all right, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, we do this for Jim Beam. Some people are cultured enough they can enjoy a sport without their team needing to be there, James. Oh, I'll, I'll watch England win at anything. Yeah. Like, except, like, yeah, football. It's not coming home, you know. Like, oh, right. soccer. We're very good at war. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant at that. <laughs> Won two world ones. <laughs> well, yeah, had a bit of help. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you're gonna, you're I, I, do, I do enjoy watching England. You're going to claim the Second World War, are you? You're going to claim that one as an England victory. Hey, I, We're all in it together. I'm, We're all in it together. I'm not a big fan of war. I'm, I'm a big fan of love. Yes, yeah, so am I. Love, well, yeah. Thank you. We, we win at that as well. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, let's talk... Luke Brooks, he's playing so well at the moment, Dell. So all of a sudden, this two-year offer for one million dollars doesn't sound so ludicrous. It's it's less money, in fact, than what he was on. So it's half a million per year. Yeah, he's Frankly, on a million dollars a year, isn't he? No, he's, he's not. Isn't he? He's oh, not. On okay. a, he's on a million dollars this, this year. year. Okay, so but his contract ended. would uh, would average out at Back about seven fifty. Okay, so it's a false to say he's on a million dollars a year. That's okay. not true. He's on a million dollars this year. But his contract but is spread, and that is a disadvantage to the individual. Yeah. So, the talk of him being on a mill is just wrong. Okay, that's fair enough. But like, but I think like even like now, I know he doesn't want to go to the Super League. He seems happy. What's he thirty one, thirty two now? Sounds about right. Man, I just, man, I just hope he stays for two. Unless I've got someone better in mind. Uh, well, they to go there. Huh? well, they did. They went for Moses. Yeah, no, but he didn't, he didn't, mate, he said he was he was thinking about going back. He wasn't going back, mate. He just said that. He just said that. It was on yeah, the weekend. But but yeah. but. The Tigers were were in for him. Yeah, like the, right, yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting because Brooks might not be sure to suit us, you know, and and, and maybe he needs to change. Maybe now that the, the narrative switch is like when Brooks is going, actually, I'm playing all right, but, you know, the Tigers don't want to really keep me long term. Let's have a look elsewhere. So, you know, the, the Ben Hunt saga continues on. There might be a domino effect there. Yes. So there's going to be teams needing a halfback. Mm. Um, Canberra as well, losing Jack Whiten. Like, can he play 5-8 uh, instead of playing 7? And uh, I think he was linked with the, the Raiders not long ago, wasn't he? So there's the the ball now is in Luke Brooks's court where he might say, well, thanks, Tigers. I'm, I am playing all right, and I appreciate what you've done <laughs> for me. That sounds like a very fair offer. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, hey, you've got to see what's out there. Yeah. But that seems like a pretty fair offer. And there was so. an argument made yesterday. He probably so. owes them a bit because they've stuck with him. That's right. Which I think is accurate. I think that's thick and thin. That to me is a million for two. Anyway, maybe I'm bad at business, James. No, oh, Sounds good I, to I me. think it's a fair deal. No, well, no, no, I, 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 yeah. I do as well. But I just think that yeah. the, the, you know, there's more to this story to, to play out. Yeah. Uh, Dragons. Your bloke Des seems out of the running, Jimmy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he didn't good. take the bait on that. Uh, okay. I think you're going to take the bow when I said your bloke Des, but you do. I know you love him. Yeah, uh, you wanted Des there, didn't you? Uh, no, I, I made a case for him. Yeah, I know you did. That's what I said. I was here when you made a case as well. Shane yeah. Flanagan, it seems, if they're going to interview him, I assume that means Doust has softened his stance. He's had to. He's had to. Because yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I heard that was the issue. It's going to be a big battle there. So, obviously, there's power brokers that don't want to relinquish the power. But then Flanagan really wants a job, but he needs to do. He needs to operate how he needs to operate. That's right. So they're going to be butting heads a little bit on on who's in control. And they're they're mm. both in positions of power there. They're both in like, well, hey, we've got this job opportunity, Shane. Yeah. You can take it or leave it, but we're not going to give you full control. And then Flanagan goes, well, hey, I'm <laughs> I'm an experienced coach, and you need me. So they both sort of need each other, but they both yeah. got 
bits of power, if that makes sense. You know, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a difficult negotiation. This, this, and and then, you know, will that manif or will that um, come to fruition or lead to later problems down the line? And then it's continued misery for the Dragons fans. So if it is Flanagan. Sort all these issues out now. That's right. Yeah, before they come yeah. out, so we we're all on the same page. You know who needs this process to go as long as possible, and that's Ryan Carr because he was a thousand to one to get the job. He's a hundred to one now. He's not going to get it. Yeah. But that first game against the Roosters, not just that they won, but that he was showing so much passion. Dragons fans are going, we haven't had one of these blokes for a long time. We don't mind. Them. We don't know anything about this bloke, but I'll tell you what, we like what he we like what he's giving yeah, us. But he, yeah, but also long term, he's not going to attract players. No, like, probably not. No, probably not. I mean, what I'm saying no, is the longer it goes, goes I, know, I know. What if he wins four in a row? Yeah, now, now yeah. that hasn't gone well for them since, really. They were competitive yeah. against Penrith, but yeah. for God's sake, they didn't have Nathan Cleary. They had to win that game. So he's not going to get the job. No. But um, but, but he might Stephen Bradbury his way to at least be in the discussion. Uh, I'm told here there's a bit of audio of Wayne Bennett talking about Tom Trebojevic being allowed to play. Of course, Dolphins here in Sydney. Yes, we're calling this off screen tonight. Dolphins against Manly. So it's a big difference to have Turbo. Um, and Wayne had his say on the rules really being... Um, well, ignored the eleven-day period, mm. which were which is a rubbery rule anyway. Uh, ignored because Turbo got clearance to play. Yeah, I'm a bit like a cell. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Actually, there's such a um, a position that we have on uh, head injuries. Yeah, I'm a bit confused by it. But he looked like he'd taken a pretty heavy knock. I don't think there's any doubt about that part of it. After that, I don't know. All I know is they brought the rules in to protect the players. They make the rules and then. The, the same people that make the rules, that's the NRL itself, you know, they, they, then they put, put, put doubt in your mind about just how serious they are about what they're doing. Well, he's got the cold <laughs> eye. <you know, laughs> I going to say, yeah. sounds like he's got a case of the sniffles there, yeah, Wayne, doesn't he? Crook, yeah, Wayne, yeah, the old bug, your dad, he's a bit crook, eh? <laughs> Mate, what do you think? What do you think I about took that? a nasal, I'll tell you what, Wayne, <laughs> if you're listening, and the odds of that are pretty slim. Neurofin nasal decongestion. I took some. It was fantastic. <laughs> like, say that again because I reckon Wayne's just coming right, trying to scribble like that. Yeah. Neurofol, like, uh, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, nasal it's decongestion. It's just driving somewhere, fantastic. just pulling over, going, Dan, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, information this, for life, Jimmy. This guy is into you, Dan. <laughs> Well, right. you yeah, have a couple of successful podcasts. We've got so many, mate. The chest is <laughs> big peacocking, isn't he? I'm, like, just, yeah. I'm just bringing some yeah. energy. I'm yeah. trying ben, to bring ben energy. Ben right, though. The, uh, Andrew Abdo, was, was it Andrew Abdo or Graham Addison? I think it was Abdo. It was on Triple M. might have been on your show, Jimmy, on a Sunday and a few weeks ago and said, look, the, the whole reason for the 11 days was just to ensure that the player doesn't play the following weekend and we can be rubbery. But I think if you're going to take this stance, I know 11, what's the difference between 10 and 11, really? We don't have enough information to know. Um, Look, it uh, does uh, seem soft. Well, when these, um, you know, protocols protocols were were put into place on the management of a player uh, failing a HIA or being a category one, they were put there for a reason. But there was some um, areas to... Depends on how you look at it to maybe exploit to bring the player back early from that. Uh, I think even in in years gone by, around finals time, we've saw a couple of players um, that have failed HIA. Mitchell Moses rings a bell from last year's finals. He was cleared by an independent doctor. Yeah. Um, look, the culture is shifting when it comes to all things concussion and, and return to play. I just hope that the player has enough information and realised the risk and the, some of the potential consequences intended and unintended further down the track. See, here's the problem 
the issue they could have this weekend, Dell. Thursday, Friday is 13 and 12 days before origin. So if someone gets a Category 1, they might be eligible under this rule. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, concussion, or Monday, Parramatta-Canterbury game, technically they're out. Yeah. But we're we're into this rubbery situation. I'm not sure anyone who gets Category 1 this week is automatically ruled out of origin. So really, is the rule worth it? Well, and and also, these rules, I think, were were brought into play to protect the players from themselves. I was my own worst enemy. You know, I, I, you know, was very vocal about not wanting to come off, remove from the field of play. If I felt I was okay, I was going to play the following week. That was me being my own worst enemy. So they were brought in to protect players from themselves. Now, when this independent doctor or, or wherever you go and see, it basically fundamentally it's an honesty test because, you know, you, you've got to understand the pressure Tommy Tobojevic is under to play for Manly, to, yep. get himself, to get Manly back in playoff contention and put his case forward to play for New South Wales the following week as well. So there's pressure on him to yep. get out there and play and therefore you can see why he may lie and say, I'm feeling fine. Well, now that's a way to finish a, 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 a pregame for Jim Beam. Triple M rocking the footy on the other side. It is Titans versus Tigers. Ready or not. Triple M's footy prime time for Jim Beam. It's set to be an epic match, and that's worth raising a Jim Beam. Drink responsibly. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.